Greetings and salutations, gamers. Welcome to Cast Co-op, the podcast in which three podcast hosts cast together. I am one of your hosts, Luke Lore, the Insipid Ghost and host of the Xbox Expansion Pass, welcoming you to 2022 here with Mr. Ainsley Bowden, host of the BitCast of Season Gaming, my big brother and yours. How are you, sir? I have two things to say, boys. First of all, I miss you guys. We, we, you. Talk, we talk every day, but I miss you yeah. in this format. Yeah, um, And two, we have a lot to unpack tonight yes, boys do. i am ready i am ready yes oh man this apparently is that's becoming my catchphrase and i'm that okay with it i'm fine with it you could yes. put it on a shirt it'll fit yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could you could gosh you uh, they changed the sniper physics just a little bit in halo well there's a lot to unpack and then he just goes if they change the sniper physics in halo there would be a lot to unpack I would they changed like the sniper physics in fortnite Oh, really no one up. cares about that. And like up. the scope, the scope's a little weird, but yeah, and it like does this little like curve dip. It's weird. The Coriolis effect. You, did you see what this? This is what you get here, Cass. I got made fun of for sniper physics in Halo as a joke, <laughs> and Luke then takes seriously the sniper physics in Fortnite. Yeah, Joe brought that's, it. Joe brought it that's, up. And I I brought that's it up. the difference. Yeah, but Joe brought it up kind of jokingly. You 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 added to it. Oh no, I carried him six times yeah, in Fortnite last night in a row. <laughs> Backpacked me. That's right. That's yeah. right, he did. Uh, he that did. also does not surprise me much at all. I'm it's not, not good at good. games anymore. I've accepted it. <laughs> it's fine. I did I did rock some attrition in Halo earlier. But let's introduce good? our third. It's very good. It's very good. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Let's introduce our other co-host. <laughs> he's a PlayStation oh, guy. He's not even here. He's having a rough week. Yeah, it's only Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> host of the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast, Mr. Joseph Moran, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit. Looking fresh, my friend. Really? You don't like? Uh, yeah, I decided I, to shave the head. It, it looks yeah. good. It looks. I, I'm okay. The way Aids is saying it, it sounds mind. sarcastic. No, you it's look not. good. You look sharp, buddy. Good. All right, you good. <laughs> I'm happy to be here today. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation's in mourning, so <laughs> I just you know where to find me. Let's just talk about the reason why I started drinking at 9 a.m. today. How about that? <laughs> You were you were the wet blanket of the morning. It was the best. Yeah. No, you know what? And we'll get into it. It's what you said uh, while we were playing Halo earlier. It was actually what got me out of the funk. I'm like, you know what? Everything's going to be all right. And that's when I took the noose off my neck and I was fine. Hmm. Hmm. And Luke's artifacting. Look at this. And Luke is, uh, you know, dealing with that internet. All right. Well, you know, Joe. Normal show. <laughs> Now we can have a real conversation. I mean, yeah, it's always so weird because it's like before we record, it's fine. Like, it's absolutely okay. Yeah. Sometimes then, we talk too long before we start recording. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as we start recording, it's like, okay, oh, oh, I got to restart my modem. Oh, goodness. <laughs> All right. Anyway. You know what, Ains? Let's just do this. There's a lot do to it. unpack here. <sighs> this morning, I woke up to some news. <laughs> and probably, honest to God, I think the biggest news ever. Like, I told my wife today. I said, I said, I know I say this a lot, but the biggest news ever. And I told her, like, literally ever in the gaming yeah. industry just happened today. And she's yeah. like, I hear that all the time. I'm like, no, but literally, like, but this is it. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, who's back? Oh hey, Luke, what's up? We literally were doing the show without you. Would oh. you like to talk about what was the biggest story possibly ever that just happened? 
Yeah, I ran out of Dr. Squatch uh, Halo soap, and I'm really upset about it. God, he sucks, guys. I am so He's sorry. He's the host. I don't know what to do. We didn't stop, right? We're still going? We're still rocking? Yeah, no, we're still going. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We're so hosts. We all, we we all woke up to the biggest news. Uh, we Joe and I were just saying, is this the biggest news to just pretty much ever drop in yeah. the gaming industry? And I, I, I was having trouble thinking of anything that would top it. The only thing I can think of is Sega going third party. Uh, Sega going third party was probably big for the time compared. Don't remind me of those dark days. Yeah, well, I mean, the scale is not even close to the same no. in terms of news. Yeah, uh, maybe that, maybe that was probably it. Micro, um, funny enough, Microsoft entering the gaming space with the Xbox. That's right. Was, that was could huge be it. news. That's true. But it's instead, we got what Xbox buying Activision for for sixty nine seven billion. Mm, we're rounding up. Running up. <laughs> nice, nice, that's nice. nice. <laughs> You're the one on watch, Joe. You're supposed to watch yourself right now. Careful. That's true. That one's it's no, true. that one's not cancelable. That's, that's not like, a cancelable. Yeah, you can't cancel for that one. You can't cancel oh, okay. So there's a the line. He shaved his head, everyone. That's right. Makes you think. <laughs> Makes you think. That's right. So yeah, um, $68.7 billion. This is the biggest news in gaming uh, for sure for Microsoft to acquire Activision. I didn't see this coming. I know several of us did preview 2022 shows. Uh, I don't think any of us had anything of this caliber in uh, our lineups for sure. I was taken aback. I did the double take, the triple take. I had to read it a few times. Like, no, nah, this is a rumor. No way. Uh, only to be proven that it was, in fact, real. And Microsoft themselves put out a, a, a once they put out like a press release, like, boom, right on the dot. I was like, wow, this is the real deal, boys. This is the real deal. Yeah. 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 We were joking before the show that for once I decided to sleep in a little later and it was the day that this happened. So I woke up, came downstairs, saw this, did the same thing, didn't think, thought someone was joking and mm -hmm. all of a sudden realized it was real and I, my mind started processing it. I mean, the, the Bethesda deal was, you know, a $7 billion deal, which at the time seemed almost unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And it's still being talked about two years later. Uh, and this morning, they just spent 10 times that. Um, or, or, you know, whenever the deal actually goes through, which I think is like summer of next year officially if it yeah. closes. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, do you remember just a few months ago when it was uh, acquisition season? Yes. And, yep. we were all, and we were all talking about who Xbox may acquire next. And someone said, take two. And we all kind of laughed. And, you know... I think we laugh because the prospect of them spending 20 to 25 billion right. after Bethesda seemingly was huge at 7 billion seemed uh just seemed a little crazy. Like mm -hmm. um yeah, technically they could do that of course, they have the money to easily, but that seems pretty wild. And they literally this morning announced the acquisition of the biggest gaming publisher that is not um Tencent, Sony or Xbox basically mm -hmm. in the yeah. world. Um, yeah. that has 400 million monthly active users, mm -hmm. which is just, right. it doesn't, it doesn't really make any that's, sense. I'm still trying to wrap my mind around it. That's, and, I mean, it makes perfect sense. When I saw that news, it made perfect sense because the tweet that I uh, mistyped. <laughs> like you're on a roll today. Times. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, you know, dyslexia is a thing. <laughs> I, I got a kick out of it because I was like, I wonder if Ains knows Joe's dyslexic. <laughs> And, I and actually, was, I thought you were joking. Are you being serious? Yeah. yeah. 
But when I got your tweet of like, listen, either get rid of spell check or add spell check, whatever it is you need to do, do it. <laughs> I'm like, that is the best burn I've ever had on my. On my I have no Jesus. idea you are actually. That's funny. <laughs> that's we fun. were we were mid attrition match, and I'm pretty sure Halo or uh, Joe died right then and there. <laughs> he needed a revive because that was when he just goofed out laughing. Oh god, nice. it was hilarious. So anyway. It, uh, the thing that's happening now, or, or why it makes so much sense, is, I mean, it, it works for what Microsoft's trying to achieve. And I think one of the biggest things is Blizzard. Mm-hmm. Blizzard alone is that legendary PC publisher of old. And we'd love to see it come back to its original state in terms of the quality IPs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got your StarCraft, your Diablos, your Overwatches, your Warcrafts. And that makes sense right there and of going, this is listed are IPs, yeah, not studios. IPs. And that's interesting that we're talking about that differently than Bethesda. So go ahead. Yeah. Go. And to add to Bethesda's fallout in, in Elder Scrolls, that's a really attractive PC offering right there. Just to say, hey, all this is 15 bucks. And think about all the add-ons that you could put in, you know, bonus monthly skins, bonus subscription services to World of Warcraft right there. Um, so there's just a lot of possibilities with the Blizzard acquisition alone. And then you got the the King Mobile stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Where you see all these devel- developers, publishers starting to make their own mobile divisions. Mm-hmm. Well, now Microsoft doesn't need to do that. They literally have it and all the synergy that they can pull between companies and IP that they could rip from um, endless amount of money that they can make. And then you got Activision and that has Call of Duty and that's everything. And everything that we've talked about right here is actual owned, non-rented IP. The -hmm. problem with WB is all those studios, as amazing and talented as they are, Mm -hmm. are tied with IP that wouldn't belong to Microsoft. And so that's the one I wanted was was WB because they they run the IPs that I want. mm -hmm. But Active and dormant IP for for Activision is the name of the game. Mascot platformers, they got them. Shooters, they've got them in spades across multiple genres of shooter. To your point, they've got all those PC games. Uh, They checked a lot of boxes today. They also picked up a lot of baggage. A lot of baggage. And a lot of those double takes that we were all doing this morning, I think were very justified because it's like, all right, you got this. Bought treasure trove uh, of studios and IP. I mean, Treyarch, Raven, High Moon, Beanox, uh, Sledgehammer, Infinity Ward, uh, Toys for Bob, which is one I'm quietly really excited about. And I think one's called Demonware, which I'm unfamiliar with. Yep. Um, maybe that's Candy Crush. But but either way, like those are great studios. But for all that, you're getting a lot of baggage and, and toxicity in leadership that, that has already begun the clearing out, but has so much more to do. You got to, you got to clear out a lot of infection before those are going to heal. I would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. would think that. Um, so it's funny. Cause we're, we're kind of kind of jump around. We may want to figure out what direction, cause there's so much to unpack um, from this Let's that pick, pick a direction and take us there. Ains, yeah. for real. Well, I, I was going to respond directly to you about the baggage. So I was thinking okay. about that too. Um, it feels like, uh, well, one, we know that this deal would obviously be many, many months in the making, um, well into last year, uh, early last year uh, of starting to talk about this. So obviously, is every the funny thing to think about now is, is everything unfolded, bringing the, the issues with Activision leadership to the forefront over the last few months, 
Microsoft was already in the middle of making this deal. You know what I mean? They're already, mm-hmm. so as they're making this deal behind the scenes and no one knows, all the stuff about Bobby Kotick and senior leadership over there is coming out. So they're obviously extremely well aware of what's going on here. Um, And as with any deal like this, there is a clause that allows Microsoft to back out of it, should they, before it closes. I think I saw someone say it would cost them about $3 billion, but that's pocket change to Microsoft. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I agree with you. Uh, It came out today that Bobby Kotick will um, be gone, basically, when this closes next year. But as Mm -hmm. I think we talked about here before, there's a lot of other people at Activision other than Bobby Kotick uh, and senior leadership that need dealing with, for lack of a better phrase. So... I think um, I think Microsoft is more than capable between Phil Spencer and Satya Nadella and the entire leadership team at uh, Xbox to deal with getting rid of these kind of toxic individuals. Now, the one thing I just want to caution people of um, is that we'll never see it, but let, let's also realize that, yes, Activision and Kotick are terrible and there's a lot of terrible things going on there. There's things like that that go on at a lot of these major companies. Mm -hmm. So uh, as well as Microsoft has kind of plotted out their vision and as strong as their leadership is, and I'm confident that they're going to do right here, uh, that could take a long time. And, you know, it's going to be a a work in progress probably for a very long time. I was heartened to see all the Microsoft employees this morning, people of color, multiple uh, genders being identified, gender preferences, every type of a marginalized voice speaking up this morning in support and welcoming uh, their new Activision employees was the verbiage they used, right? Of course, it'll take time. But in that welcoming tone, I was encouraged to see that if so many of these traditionally marginalized voices in in spaces where they become even more marginalized are willing to speak out publicly and say welcome, that bodes well for the culture they've got at Microsoft across their studios. That was a good sign. Um, my favorite was Sadie Boyds, who directly called out <laughs> Bobby Kotick in her tweet yeah. as she welcomed future you know, co-workers. That was a cool vibe to see. And I don't feel like that energy is going to go away. But, Joe, I joked with you, you were the wet blanket of the, the morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, in terms of just this baggage they're picking up. Uh, where are you where are you thinking here? I see what Ains, Ains the reflection is in your SG thing. Oh, I totally see the leadership team. I'm there. sorry. Yeah. I, I'm trying to actually yeah, put the porn away, Ains. You animal. I'm trying to pull up because I was fortunate enough to actually get the press kit about the announcement. Yeah, that yes. was meaty, wasn't it? Yeah. So there's I'm, you know there's a lot to it. So I was gonna try and pull up some of these images. You were so unpacking that we could, it. You were unpacking it. I'll forward it to you. I'll forward it yeah. to the stream. Uh, yeah, no, I was a bit of a wet blanket this morning because there was something that just put me off and it's not just like, you know, I'm a PlayStation guy, whatever, because I honest to God, real talk, get a little imposter syndrome about that because I'm not really, I get it. I run a PlayStation podcast, but I'm really like, you put a controller in my hand. I'm going to play it. I own all of them. Oh yeah. Whatever happens to any of them doesn't really concern me right Mm -hmm. so you know though having a preference towards playstation it does suck knowing yeah overwatch 2 well that's probably not going to happen here (laughs) yeah like diablo 4 that was probably the one that i would be the most bummed about Eh, that's probably the xbox exclusive now uh but like when it comes to call of duty i'm just like i don't play it anymore right so like i don't i don't really mess with any of these ip but it it was a concerning side with my, you know, 
hippie feel the burnness from time to time. It's just like, well, here's another big corporation gobbling up another big corporation Mm -hmm. and we're being told this is good. And who knows at the end of the day is usually where my mindset goes because it's filled with doubt. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I was like, no, that's not really it because you know, whatever I'll play like Diablo, I'll probably end up playing on the Xbox. So it's fine. What's the real thing that's bugging me. And I think the, the thing that was bugging me the most was Bobby Kotick not just because he has a punchable face and not <laughs> just because he was friends with Jerry, uh, sorry, Jeff F. Epstein, but the fact that we, we have this guy who is an utter piece of shit and hated amongst just industry devs and folks like us who has been publicly outed as this person that has defended, literally saved the jobs of people that have literally raped. And, um, it's disgusting. And knowing that, you know, Phil Spencer talked a really big talk back in like November, December, but what I felt like in, in my, in my feelings was, well, he was talking a talk, but he wasn't really walking that walk when I'm like, Oh, so when you mean analyze your relationship, you mean you're just going to buy him, uh, buy his company and, (laughs) and he's just going to be making a fuck ton of money, money. And so to me, I'm just like that. That's not a good feeling. That's not a good feeling. Cause it's like, ah, oh, the rich, rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer. And that bums me out. But I think what you said, Luke is like, no matter what the solution is, you know, whether we got him to resign or whether he is going to just probably retire, he's still going to make a boatload of cash. And even if he wasn't, he still, you know, got all the mansions. And a yacht that, you know, makes Joe Manchin jealous. So, like, to me, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel great that this is how we got him out. But at least he will be leaving soon. And hopefully those people can start healing. And with what has been and what we've seen, a really diverse group of, of corporate leaders at Xbox and Microsoft kind of you know, welcoming them is a, is a nice sign, but it's just that, that didn't feel right to me in, it, in the beginning. Well, I think you're justified in not feeling right. Cause it does feel gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, it is not comforting, but the aspect that I suppose I take comfort in the routine of it is that gross, awful human beings are almost always getting golden parachutes in a corporate world. And at the very least, he will no longer be able to affect our medium in the ways that he has allowed, been allowed to affect it. Um, No work, you know, work is not done when Bobby leaves and whatnot. And it's awful that he gets that money. And that's just more proof that the world is not fair. However, I'm taking the win where I can get it because the potentials are so bright. Um, But I have to think that legal action is being taken on a number of levels well beyond what we're aware of that put some of that stuff for him in jeopardy, given what is allowed and not allowed. Um, I, I have to hope that that's the case. Yeah. And my hope is that third party independent, independent investigators are looking into him and making sure that his behaviors aren't being replicated and aren't being continued just because of, of him being in the spotlight. Cause it doesn't seem like he's yeah. a guy that cares about that. You know? Yeah. And that was really, and I really want that to echo. That's really the thing that I was the most bummed out about or the most 
that I was concerned about. Again, like we'll talk about the implications of PlayStation in, in a bit, but like that was really where my, you know, where my heart was. And just to be clear, right? Like the sad fact is, is it's just a matter of, um, it's a matter of fact that he's going to golden parachute no matter what happens here. Uh, unless obviously some type of criminal case or civil case is right. brought towards him, but that's separate of, of the news today. Because even if he had resigned, let's say the workers and striking and everything were successful and he actually stepped down, say two months ago, right? Mm-hmm. He still owns all the uh, Activision Blizzard stock. And he knows or kn- would have known that it was at a low point. Uh, whereas today, I don't know if you saw, the stock was up over 30% um, on this news, of course. So he would have still had his payday because he could just wait until today or he could have waited until in the future when it's worth more and just cashed out. He'd still make his hundreds and hundreds of millions. So yeah. sad fact is he's always going to, he was always going to golden parachute away. What you really have to hope for someone as bad as him is some type of civil or criminal cases brought towards him. Yep. Yeah. Um, you had up the the leadership team at Microsoft. Ames. I had it right here. Yes. And it is oh. it is glorious. It's glorious. That is a wonderfully diverse group of people. Uh, a number of them women in executive leadership roles, which is something that the video game industry gets consistently called out for. One, mm-hmm. two, three, four. More women five, than men. Six, seven. Yep. That's a, that's what I was looking at. Um, and that is, I think, a great sign. It's a sign amongst many other things that need to change. However, it would have to be encouraging on some level for future employees to think they're going to be in a place that's more welcoming. Um, you know, they've got pronouns listed. They've got titles that I don't understand. I don't know what a X- CVP of Xbox Game Studios, how is that different than, you know, product Real talk, I thought the chief of staff was solely for the president. <laughs> wow. Wow, guys. Wow. You know? You, know, uh, you got another uh, VP in there. I see a few VP. This is crazy uh, talk. Wow, you guys are killing me right now. Um, well, without diving into all the titles, we can talk about one title, which is okay. Phil Spencer's. Uh, because mm. in this news, he got a new title. That is a transition. Um, guys, right have there. you seen this? Have you, have you looked at this? That's how you segue, boys. That's how you yeah. segue. Um, so CEO of gaming. Um, for those who weren't, paying attention closely previously he was head of xbox previously uh and corporate vice president of gaming for microsoft now the reason those things are vastly different even though you're just throwing words around is that now being a ceo means that he runs a company whereas being a corporate vice president of gaming at microsoft means he's a vice president within a company so What they've obviously done here uh, has kind of with this news and now obviously the revenue streams, the employees, everything that comes along with Xbox and Microsoft's gaming division being as big as it is. Once this closes, they're divesting and separating into two companies. And that obviously is a play uh, for legal reasons, government reasons, agency reasons, all the things that they'll have to overcome to uh to make this official and close legally and and kind of fruitfully next year so Mm. people are like oh ceo gaming that's cool and it's like well there's a lot more that goes into that than just throwing some new letters up on the screen but it was significant and i was surprised well maybe not surprised but it was kind of funny that so few people were talking about that today because it has big implications for xbox and microsoft's gaming division in the future Hmm. Those implications legally, I heard a lot of people jumping around words like monopoly and antitrust, which was those people are idiots. 
Yeah. I mean, like you would not tell Wayne Gretzky, you know, what, don't take my quote. Play, you know? <laughs> don't take my quote. Don't you do it. I will jump through this camera. Ains, I just want you to know that I am pro trust. <laughs> I am very this pro guy. trust. I, I said texted, I, I texted so, Joe at ten o'clock to say I was going to steal your joke. You better not. <laughs> I did. I really so, did that. So people know what we're joking about. Jason Schreier <laughs> said something like, "I'm going to talk to some ep- experts about antitrust," and that is just an idiotic statement um, because trying to tell Microsoft about Microsoft about antitrust is like trying to tell Gretzky how to make a how to pass a puck. So it's just that's an idiotic statement. The, but but you know, real talk, a lot of listeners yeah. may not know why. Yeah, yeah. why? And, and to be clear, I'm no expert here either. But no, 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 t- that's not t- what you said. T- t- <laughs> typically, no, wait, wait, no. Ain't she work in the corporate sector? <laughs> no, for no. 47 years. I know, I know what the titles mean for God's sakes, but uh, <clears throat> um, so typically, anyway, when you're talking about the first, is the obvious thing, right? Microsoft has been working on this deal for a very long time now. Obviously, they're the biggest corporation in the world. There's so many things that go into this that they would have already been prepared for and already calculated against, right? They know this. The second thing is, anytime you're talking about monopolies or antitrust, from what I know, again, not an expert, is you start to look at things like uh, the industry as a whole and what impact this uh, deal would have on that industry as a whole. A monopoly should be pretty obvious to everyone. It would mean that you've monopolized the industry to the point where no competitor can can basically uh, make a uh, have you have an advantage over every single competitor to where a competitor can no longer compete. That's obviously not true. Um, because would, I just off the top, just a real quick, you got EA yeah. Take Two, Nexon, Bandai Namco, Embracer, Netmarble, Ubisoft, Konami, Square Enix, Capcom, Sega. Red you can keep going. Tweet. Yeah, yeah, and and even more so, right? As people quick rightly pointed out, even adding Activision Blizzard's revenue stream and employees to Xbox, they're still third in the gaming industry behind Tencent and Sony. Um, which again, people must not have heard properly with the whole PlayStation is dead conversation. PlayStation's going to be okay. Um, <clears throat> the what? other thing, <laughs> the other thing is, you know, it, it just goes into that conversation. You look at revenue stream, you look at employees. It's just nowhere near the level that it would need to be to have a serious conversation around monopolization or antitrust. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty much the basics of it. And Microsoft has dealt with antitrust issues in the past. That was the <laughs> endlessly. That I was, yeah, endlessly. Yeah, they, they were notorious for for having that. They were the the subject of even fictional movies based on them at one yeah. point. But and don't worry, very... guys. Jason Schreier is going to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> thank God for Jason. God, thank God. He's oh, on the man. case. He does write good books. I'll give him that. And stick to books. Honestly, I'm just really impressed of how far he could get his head up his own ass. <laughs> like I'm just always constantly, constantly surprised. Like I don't want to. I don't want. There's a there's a major thing in the industry. He feels he has to comment on it, and yeah. instead of just saying comment on it from a uh, like from a fan point, yeah, of view, he should he always think he has to it. comment like an expert. It's like you you obviously don't know what you're talking about in this area. Just stay out of it. I'm gonna mute you and block. you. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I've dark. used that. Dude, 2022 <laughs> has been a new energy for me, and I have been muting and blocking a lot of voices that it just feels good, doesn't it? It does. It does. I just decided I was done with a lot of things. Like, 
you know, I can't chase one thing and let that be why I subject myself to other stuff. And I was like, no, I'm done. I'm just going to enjoy myself in this, in yes. this beautiful, glorious medium we have. And if things come, great. Um, you finally you finally started playing chess when you've been playing checkers for too long. <laughs> Don't make my joke. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, going back to the antitrust stuff. <laughs> um, this is yeah, no, th this is going to pass. It's they oh, they've yeah. set it in stone themselves. It seems they barring this outside is, action of some weirdness, like some odd thing is unveiled. Uh, right. Yeah, they're done. Yeah, this is it. This is this is it. So like they wouldn't do the calculations, they wouldn't be doing the maneuvering if they knew, knew they could not, this couldn't get done. If there was a chance of this slipping, they, no. Mm -mm. So let's transition to some of the studios they picked up, some of the personnel sure. they picked up. Uh, in returning, returning, uh, they, really they did all of this to get Mikey Barr and Rod Ferguson back. Is really what <laughs> yeah, man. That was the whole reason uh, they did that. But it's pretty wild when you look at it. I mean, I listed the studios before, but let me list them one more time. Treyarch, Raven, High Moon, Beanox, Sledgehammer, Infinity War, Demonware, and Toys for Bob. And they cover franchises like Overwatch, Diablo, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Candy Crush, Starcraft, and more. And that is just a huge plethora because multiple, multiple of those genres are layered. To get Diablos, to get multiple elements of Diablo, to get multiple elements of Call of Duty uh, across the several different types of platforms. This is a big deal to get the talent at those studios, hopefully, in, in my hopes, to free up some of those talent to do creative things as opposed to becoming a farm factory for certain elements, maps, physics, whatever it is. Uh, and it hopefully unmalign some of the IP that have been long dormant or uh, ignored. Right. I mean, Overwatch 2 is in in anguish right now. Starcraft has been a uh, beloved franchise, but we haven't seen much from it in in, in certain spaces. Uh, there's got to be a lot of ways that they can attack this. And my hope, gentlemen, to, to kind of get you started is that they free up some of these Call of Duty franchises or, or studios to do their own thing and to give the time they need and not release in some of the states that they have, because certainly Vanguard yep. and Battle, Battlefield taught lessons this year, I would hope. My big thing is, yes, so specifically on Call of Duty, and um, <clears throat> my big thing is I hope that exactly what you said, right? You have some very talented studios. Raven right now is still, like, having issues within Activision. That's one of the baggage points that uh, we were talking about. But Treyarch, Sledgehammer, Vicarious Visions in particular, too. Uh, very talented studio. I hope that what they do is keep Warzone and keep a Call of Duty that's an ongoing service game but move Call of Duty itself, the, the named releases, off of the yearly model. Get yes, away right. get away from the year. Release it every couple of years with a proper campaign. If you want to do a new multiplayer suite that ties into the live service, great, what have you. But for God's sakes, man, uh, the, the I know it still sells number one every year, and from a financial perspective, it probably makes a lot of sense. But... You know, I just from a personal fan perspective, Call of Duty has felt dead to me for a long time now, and there's so little iteration. Uh, I really need to see something better out of that. Imagine if they could coordinate mm. Doom, Wolfenstein, Overwatch, Halo, and Call of Duty across their shooter space and gears. Well, that's third person. I was thinking first person, but you sure. make a good point. Um, imagine if they could coordinate releases to where you're you've got a, an FPS, 
to a year, beginning of the year, end of the year. Every six or, months. Yeah. Every six months is the right way to say that. Yes, perfect. Um, <laughs> to a year. You start at the beginning. Beginning and in the end, but that's the beginning of the other one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but the idea is if they can manage that, suddenly studios are unburdened with trying to make it. Because Halo came in hot. Uh, a lot of these big games came in hot for poor management reasons, COVID reasons, and video game industry reasons, right? But if they and sometimes release, all the above. Yeah, you make a good. Yeah, exactly. But with 30 studios across the Xbox Game Studio platform, here's hoping they can, after some, you know, breathing room, find a cadence that cadence we've talked about with Bethesda, right, where they can get a release schedule that's not burdening their studios to to pressure themselves uh, and at the same time still create and enjoy. Uh, and that's the part that excites me is 30 game studios with how many teams per studio. If they can get it, if they can get the cadence. What's going on, Joe? You're, you're, you're sticking the mud. You're wet. You're being a striker. What's the deal, buddy? You're being uh, a well, I have, uh, You're muted and blocked. Um, no, listen. Um, I don't think that's happening. Which there's part? a reason why I think there's a reason why, you know, Activision sold at 70 or almost 70 billion is call of duty. Okay. That thing, that game still sells whether we want it to or not until sales prove otherwise that they should deviate from that plan. That's going to remain a thing. Call you of don't Duty, think they I would think monetize battle passes and, and the like instead of a yearly named release? No, because they do. They, they've been doing this like iterative thing of like the 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 warzone campaign is tied into or sorry warzone storyline arcs are tied into the main games releases like there's some there's some weird tie-ins that 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 franchise has with warzone and the mainline call of duty games that i just don't see them untangling that web um i i think like treyarch you know raven they're they are they are the Call of Duty studios, and they'll remain as such. I don't think really much changes there. Hmm. Um, I that that's the one. If it didn't make so much money, I would say, oh yeah, 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 that's sure. But no, I I, I don't. I, don't see I that feel happening. like with battle passes and Warzone and some of the other ways that we're seeing games be monetized, and I'm not talking about NFTs. If you're an NFT bro, we need. Um, <laughs> I stopped myself, uh, that it's, it's, there are plenty of ways to monetize and satiate a player base. That's hungry to spend money in your ecosystem without a yearly named release. Uh, I mean, and we've seen five Microsoft... stuff in Avengers, Joe, for God's sakes, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, look at, look at sea of thieves, look at state of decay, look at, uh, what they're Forza trying to Horizon. do with halo infinite Forza horizon. I mean, we're, those are examples within Microsoft where they're not doing that. It, it, does that at all phase you? No. No. Okay. <laughs> that, I, mean, that... I don't, I don't, I don't think you're necessarily wrong. Like I said, it's still the best selling game of the year. So it's hard to, for a company to come in and say, yeah, we're going to change that. You yeah. know, um, I just want to see a change. Now, if we think the reverse, because there are things call of duty does well in the sense of, but beyond sales, right. They have a massive global infrastructure to support that game. Mm -hmm. It has its own pro league. Uh, Warzone has it's one of the biggest battle royales in the world. That's its own thing. So there is an Global. awful lot going on with. Say it again. 
Mobile. They have a great mobile, mobile game. Mobile as well, Call of Duty Mobile. So there's a, a lot going on with it. What I would say is if that can't be true, where you separate the model, then let's make the reverse true, where instead of pounding Raven and Treyarch to death and Sledgehammer to death every year to get this game out, let's grow the studios like Microsoft has done with their other studios mm -hmm. and give them the support, staffing, and funding they need Mm -hmm. to make this work well that's what i think is going to happen is they're mm -hmm. just going to further support those studios with more staff and staff them appropriately i think that's what they're going to do to maintain that call of duty machine um because yeah like there's so much on the production end of you of, of you just literally going all right yeah, so there's enough of this and now that chain changes Right. One would assume that's how my brain would, would think. And like, how does, how does that, those changes then affect this new type of production line you've just made? Right. So yeah, no, I, I see Call of Duty a yearly release. And honestly, uh, Real as Rain is probably the only game that is maybe still a multi-plat. I was about to mm. say that that was going to be my next topic is exclusivity. I don't see. Call of Duty exclusive in 2023, but I do see it transitioning elements of its services to to being exclusive, maybe campaigns. And I argued with some, I didn't argue, I just pointed out, somebody was like, are you crazy? They'll never do campaigns exclusively. That's literally what <laughs> Halo did with the free-to-play multiplayer, and they put their campaign on Game Pass, essentially. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. and there's, there's a like-side model there. And so uh, I wonder if by 2024 that's not what's happening with Call of Duty. Uh, but I agree with you, that will likely be the only multi-plat game, and I think the days are numbered on that as well, yeah. unless deals are struck. Money money greases hands and changes minds, and you, I could see deals struck down the line. Hey, give this, get that, and vice versa. Um, and there's a lot of ways to make that money move, but Call of Duty, losing Call of Duty would be a huge blow to PlayStation. That would be a yeah. massive blow to PlayStation. Massive. Um, massive. And I, I don't think... A Spider-Man level blow, I think. Yeah, I don't even think the weight of that would be fully understood. Right. Uh, that that would be astronomical. That would, that would be like the equivalent going back. This is going to date me a bit. But when EA said they're not going to support the Dreamcast. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Which was a huge blow to the Dreamcast. Mm -hmm. And really what cemented the... PlayStation 2 was going to win anyway. But it kind of cemented that that playstation came to, to came into the market and dominated dreamcast mm -hmm. um yeah that would be crazy and let's you know since, since we all agree call of duty probably still multi-plat for at least two years yeah. well the yeah i think so um okay. the only thing i was going to say in the bigger picture here is we have to keep in mind the the bethesda deal happened two years ago right sure um am i right in two years has it been that long yeah, it's been a minute. COVID. I COVID, mean, like yeah. officially last year, but announced back in was announced 2020. 2020, wasn't it? Announced okay, yeah. and closed last year, right? Yeah. So my my only point was going to be, let's remember, it's January 2022. This is not closing until the middle of 2023. Mm -hmm. um, so you should not expect to see any kind of major change here, major change for mm -hmm. at least two years yeah. uh, to even begin to start to unfold. So we're a long ways out from major changes. Yeah, absolutely. Which like that means there still could be a chance that some of these games, you know, you know, let's just say 
I think it'll happen Diablo, faster than Bethesda, whatever. though. They literally, someone I read somewhere today, and I wish I had the source. I'm sorry. Um, said that Bethesda was the model for how they were acquiring, and I would I would think that Bethesda is a different type of acquisition in terms of pipeline for content, and that mm-hmm. might adjust their timelines a little bit. But I am agreeing with you that 2024 is when we begin to see the early parts of this labor outside of Game Pass arrivals and perks. Yeah. 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 The the other thing I want to ask you guys about, not to get us off topic, it ties to this sure. piece here, is that Bethesda very specifically kept their publishing arm. So they're under Xbox Game Studios, but they're still going to be Bethesda published games. Mm-hmm. Uh, not nothing to do with exclusivity. I'm talking just about publishing. Activision is one of the biggest publishers in the world. Um, yet I don't I'm looking through the press release right now. I don't see anything saying that Activision is gonna to publish games did you guys hear anything about that heard nothing no. so far and by the way to any listener we're recording this the night of the big news we're putting this out tomorrow i think right yes so yeah. we're, we're going right off the cuff here okay yeah um, but yeah like so if you think about activision we joked about this earlier published sekiro from from software right they don't own the ip they just published it um mm-hmm. so are we going to say those deals are just xbox in the future even if they're multi-plat games uh, is that a continued possibility? There's just there's weird things like that where my mind thinks about it. Sure. My mind thinks about how PlayStation's dead because my <laughs> next little transition here is we talked about how this changes things for PlayStation in massive ways. Yes. The implications of which are unknown, right? Mm-hmm. Microsoft, I think, just bought the biggest bargaining chip to walk mm-hmm. over to Sony and go, right. now you have to deal with us. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to have to not just talk to us. You're going to put Game Pass on your console. To me, the rivalry between Xbox and PlayStation has always been dumb because I always saw Xbox's main goal is to put this thing on everything, whether it's your TV, whether you look at the reports a few years back. They're still talking to Nintendo and trying to convince them to put Game Pass on the Nintendo Switch, right? They're trying every, they're they're trying and knocking on every door, every avenue, whatever, to get this service on that platform. This is the biggest bargaining chip of all right, so you still want Call of Duty and all the money that comes with? Well, <laughs> here's Game Pass. And I think that is to me where the only the the only you know thing for <laughs> for PlayStation to do at this point is kind of accept it. I don't know what you guys think. Well, when you look at the prices that some of these other companies are trading at, none of them even come close to what Activision was at 70 billion. Mm-hmm. I mean, Microsoft went out this morning. They swung around this giant wallet <laughs> and they said, this is this is what's happening and everyone's going to deal whether you like it or not. And that was a power move for sure. And it opened doors that are not that we have not realized yet, to your point. Uh, I agree with you. I think that Microsoft has in in the Spencer era been about getting onto as many screens as possible. And even the metric era, I think you're you're th- it wasn't worded that way, but that was his goal was to get everywhere. Right. Yeah. Um the power on documentary video documentary kind of showed that, you know, mm-hmm. metrics moves there. Um, but 
they did get a bargaining chip, and I wonder if you don't see certain things go multi-plat. I'm curious to know if if certain things I, I mentioned Spider-Man as kind of like a passing because I would like that, right? I want Spider-Man on my platform of choice. But I mean, that was a big power move by Sony to get Spider-Man. And that was a, a big deal that tied into transmedia in, in a lot of ways. Well, having Call of Duty is an equally powerful IP uh, in, in different ways. They've got bargaining chips to trade and move around a table now. And there's nothing to stop Microsoft from going to get another company or two, right? And that is a little scary, a little odd. That's a shit I don't like, to be honest. Again, <laughs> it comes back to my hippie liberal side of just like more so companies weird. just buying out companies. Come on. That's what I don't like. I'm with That's, you on that. However, yeah. I would, I'm only quietly comforted by the fact that Microsoft has let all these people they've acquired do their thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like there's, there's a hope, you know, like there's a hope in my mind there, but uh, regardless, I just want to know who trades what and what moves around, what stays multi-platform, what doesn't. I don't see uh, many things staying multi-platform outside of Call of Duty. And even then, I think the days are numbered there. Unless yeah. services, logins, you're on a PlayStation, sure, but you log into your Game Pass account. Let's go. God of War is on PC now, guys. You know, and I'm talking to the listeners, to anyone that was in doubt. Horizon's coming to PC. It's a, it's, it's happening, right? There are, there is a timeline in which God of War is on Game Pass for PC. That is a thing that could happen, and you never say never. So, Sonic it sounds batshit crazy, Luke, but who can argue with anything that, nowadays? That's what I'm saying. Like there was Up a is down, Sonic down is left. Would never be in a game with Mario, and now yeah. we expect it. We yeah. expect it. God of War and Game Pass for PC, like whatever. And who cares if it's there? We've proven mm -hmm. time and again, you can put that mess on Epic Game Store, on Valve, on or on Steam, rather, on uh, Windows, whatever. Just put it. Put it out there. People want to play it. People want to play it. Halo yeah. and Call of Duty were the highest MPD numbers for November, and the freaking campaign is on Game Pass, and the multiplayer is free for Halo. Real talk, the thought of getting or playing Halo Infinite with a fully functioning DualSense controller gets Ew. me half, half, half mass. Well, he doesn't like parallel sticks. For the record, he wasn't dissing That's... the controller. He didn't want parallel sticks, everyone. No, I mean, the controller's okay, but... <laughs> fuck off <laughs> but no luke it, it sounds crazy like the logic part of my brain which one's which side's at the left doesn't want to believe you but <laughs> like, at but this like point. anything's possible and that's really where like shit gets exciting like because yeah this is this is not to destroy playstation nobody's going out of business here no this you is literally good, i'm interrupting you only remind, go for you it. put out an amazing tweet from the trophy room handle, I think, or maybe it was your yeah. personal one. All the IP that Sony has is going nowhere. And they have put out banger after banger. Their least respected one, Days Gone, did reasonably well for all the hoopla it's getting. But you you listed them. I, do you want to list them? I, I'd cut you yeah. off. Yeah. We still got God of War. We still got Uncharted. We still got Last of Us. We still got Horizon Zero Dawn. Everything's fine. Just breathe. Spider-Man, Wolverine. Spider-Man, but when I live and breathe, the Wolverine, like yeah. <laughs> things are fine. Mm -hmm. We got a Star Wars for Christ's sakes. People, uh, um, like I said earlier, people forget that PlayStation's annual revenue is still higher than Xbox and Activision combined. And is that's really? the other thing that people combined. Yes. Wow. combined. People the, don't the, know how big PlayStation is. They're massive. They're massive. 
and they don't talk to me and probably is what I'm about to say <laughs> at the end of the day. Right. Uh, you know, Microsoft isn't the, they, they're not leading in like anything in terms of like, you know, like console All right, sales. pony. Here we go. Uh, it, you know, they're not big, like, this is uh, from Benji. Like they're not big in mobile, but what they are doing right now is they really are being the thought leader. They're acting like it. They are making the most amount of changes. They are influencing the industry. I why did I say that so fucking weird? They're influencing the industry so, you know, it, it massively. <laughs> In the yeah. past, just two years alone, yeah, it's it's incredible. So, like to me, this is, you know, what we just saw here today is is a the like the the pendulum like a uh, uh, switch of like. Holy shit. Now we're playing a whole different game here. Now this like this legitimately changes things of how yeah, Microsoft maneuvers the field but also, you know, PlayStation maneuvers the field. So to me it's 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 exciting because that thought of like yeah, God of War coming to Game Pass <laughs> maybe one day. Uh-huh. I'll play it again. <laughs> Being able to play it years on a PlayStation isn't that crazy anymore? It's not. I've it's been not. Uh, mostly quiet for the past few minutes because, and just smiling because it's, um, I think that these types of deals are making people come around to the reality that at the end of the day, it's about IP strength and money. And that's all it's ever been about. It's just that the technology wasn't there to support a different model. And it is now. Um, and it's rapidly changing and people who are, too wrapped up in the mindset of generations and consoles and you know the number going from ps4 to ps5 means it's different and all this stuff just <laughs> they're they're ha they're having trouble wrapping their head around the concept that at the end of the day it's just a company making a game and trying to have as many people as possible in the world play that game that's the mm -hmm. very simple thing and it's it's i'm smiling because and not to say um that I knew anything others don't, but from a technical perspective, you could see this coming, right? When they started mm -hmm. talking about Game Pass and they started talking about xCloud and Google threw their hat into the ring and Amazon threw their hat into the ring, people who know this space and, and at least the tech behind it understood where this was going. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just becoming more and more of a reality uh, day by day right now. I actually, I was pulling up while you guys were talking. I wrote an article in February of 2019 literally titled making sense of xbox as a service on other devices and i use this picture as the cover um what clickbait what clickbait yeah, garbage that's photoshop that's not real <laughs> and all all i talked through was the very basic concept of xbox as a service meaning you log into xbox no matter what you're logging in on um and funny enough of all people i don't know if you guys saw the interview with phil spencer and bobby kotick on the news today on the financial sector but Bobby Kotick, like the angel and the devil on your, your shoulder. <laughs> I know. But Bobby Kotick, even himself, as much as we don't want to listen to him, he, he basically was talking to the fact of they want the, the future of the metaverse. And by the way, in Xbox's press release, the word metaverse is mentioned several times. That's um, the only part that also hurt me. <laughs> it's a, it, that's a reality that I don't like that is true. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he even said, you know, that the future of what they all envision here from Xbox to Activision to PlayStation, anyone in, of the players in this game is that anything with a processor will be able to log into their game. 
and that that's just the reality of what the future holds. So um, it's just it's just kind of interesting to me listening to um, all the people act very very surprised uh, about where this is going. That said, I completely agree with you guys that just conceptually thinking about yeah, I'm going to turn on my Series X later and play some God of War is like, wait, what? Like mm-hmm. that doesn't make a lot of sense because we're so used to associating IPs to platforms. That's just the way it's always been. We're on the verge of PlayStation Spartacus. We'll hear that about that. It's already dead. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's but that's kind of the thing is like that's a login. That's a login. Whatever it is, you log in, right? You know, like whether whatever they decide to make that service, it's a login. And if I just log in on my processing device that happens to be xbox branded who cares if i'm paying for the service playstation plus or anything else they can't make enough of these units to sell so why not let me give you money through my, the device i own you know what i mean and it, um, and we're going to get down to a point where it's literally just device preference like yeah. do i like yeah. my thing looking like a monolith or like a weird futuristic while there are while there are dedicated devices and uh, for anyone i don't think in, that'll go on forever i don't think it will either and and for anyone still in doubt really and truly i'll remind you that in the in the film space in the <laughs> last few years they a company has wiped away uh one version of a movie and made made a four-hour version of it with the snyder cut Despite Could we not get through every, every episode? Stick with me. Every episode. Stick with me. They right. did that and because it was going to make money and there was social demand for it. Spider-Man included multiple Spider-Men and it's become the almost... Oh, spoilers. Movie. Oh, shut up. You all knew it. Everybody uh, knows. It made a billion dollars. Get, no, all, get over it. Yeah, I haven't it's seen on it. It's on every bit of marketing. Um, but like that has become one of the highest grossing films of all time and is the highest grossing film of all time in multiple countries around the world. And the next Flash movie has multiple Batman. People are doing this because it's making money. They're going to give people what they want in multiple spaces and they're going to move mountains and legal rights and anything else to make it happen. And so that was my my direction in telling you okay. that. And yeah. That was the reason why. They, they brought back actors from movies of yore just to to sell this new product and th- how many That's people true, did but have to four go by three still sucks it did it does. i agree it does i agree <laughs> I, I get it me. i get it monetarily they had to make some cuts here or there but like i get what you're saying <laughs> luke i do and and it's true and i feel like it's a concept that um these i'm just i'm not even gonna paint with just these fucking losers can't really comprehend the people that sit down and pretend one minute that they're an engineer the next minute they're a fucking lawyer that they've done their own research and i've looked up every article about you the type of weird shit that i see on twitter it, it, this is not about your emblem winning. This is literally about getting that service or their service on as many pieces of hardware as they can. That's what this this future is. And so to transition off of that angry rant for just a second, because I hate all content creators and you're all garbage in your thumbnails with the and your Phil Spencer. How many <laughs> Phil Spencer thumbnails? Get an original goddamn oh, thought. Wait for oh. the rest wait for the rest of the week. Yeah, right? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Also, the God worship. It's really just cool at God. Yeah, just God. 
He's a great just dude. a guy. Steve what, what, Jobs, just, just a, a dude. And guess what? We all worshipped uh, worshipped him behind the scenes. An evil piece of shit. Yeah, so like, just human being. Now Zack Snyder on the other. Hand. <laughs> no, no. Now what no. John Watts I'm was able him. to do with Spider Man? He's muted there. He's done. No more from him. No, but to to go into. Where does PlayStation go from here, guys? Because like Spartacus, like yeah. here's the here's the cool thing, dude. Phil Spencer. Now here's a little here's a little God worship. Just because I love a little tick, a little tat, right? <laughs> they he he literally the day before this announcement goes, oh, PlayStation's gonna have their games day and date. We expect that. So now they're this this service, which is fantastic, and the creator of it kind of just set the bar of where this their rival service playstation service should be right and then the day after that they literally announce hey we have the biggest gaming acquisition in the world and so now it's kind of put playstation in this corner of like well hot damn mm-hmm. <laughs> where do we go from here because suddenly we just lost opportunities to put you know a call of duty on here or diablo whatever have you on the service yeah what? Where do you? I, this this one's a lot to unpack. So I'll go with you, Ains. Where do you see? Where are we going? I was excited. I had a good. Oh, he time. muted himself. Sorry, Congratulations, I was, you I played was yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I was. That's uh, called karma. Jerk. I, <laughs> I was typing because I was PlayStation. Um, some PlayStation insiders have informed me. I mean, you know, the good insiders. insiders? have informed me that they have a new acquisition that'll be announced soon, of course, right? And so I was just looking up to see if I could find the development studio for PlayStation, and I found them. It's these guys. <laughs> Play the gif. Play the gif. I don't have it. I don't have it. Oh, God damn have it. it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. Um, but um, in all seriousness... Um, it is gonna, <laughs> it is gonna be interesting to see um, what PlayStation does. I I think we've already commented that no, PlayStation's not dead. No. Um, they their revenue last I checked, I'm going off the top of my head, was like 26 or 28 billion a year. Um, but what's broke, their operating costs? <laughs> <laughs> they've broken their own records for revenue. The PlayStation Five is the fast selling console in the U.S. Blah 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 blah. They're they're extremely extremely extremely. Look at Joe, you're not watching Joe, and he's doing a great. <laughs> that looks even funnier now with your head shaved. By the way, it's <laughs> just the lower half. <laughs> but I I honestly don't know. I think that um, we we mentioned earlier that if Call of Duty does especially if they get further resources and they start releasing the Call of Duty quality that we have seen in the past, the Modern Warfare's, et cetera, and they do that consistently. If that does become exclusive, let's say it does, and mm-hmm. Diablo 4 comes out and it's exclusive, and Overwatch 2 comes out and it's exclusive, um, that Everybody is Everybody will problem. play it on PC. That's the thing. I'm sorry. I was being serious, and I cut you off and threw you off, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> No, 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 Such no, a no. Stupid I, idiot. I thought you were joking. No, <laughs> um, because that that is fundamentally. I mean, that's not untrue. True. Yeah, I mean, Which sure. So, so some people that own Playstations will play those games on PC for sure. Yeah, but there's definitely a shown propensity for uh, exclusivity, even on P- console exclusivity, having a meaningful impact on the direction of the console platforms. 
Yes. I think I'm talking about something different and I'm lost. So please continue. <laughs> okay. Because I, I went in a different what, direction and what, I'm sorry. <laughs> what I was alluding to, right, is the fact of uh, the moms and the pops and the grandmoms who go buy consoles today and go yeah. buy a PlayStation or Xbox. But, you know, Halo's a big, a big IP. God Awards a big IP. These are system sellers, right? But Call of Duty is probably the biggest system seller on the planet. Maybe FIFA uh, is up there. But those two are pretty much it globally, annually. If you suddenly go into a store, imagine you go into a store, a guy who knows nothing about what we're talking about, and says, yeah, give me Call of Duty 2024 for PlayStation. And, and the guy says, it's not on PlayStation. You have to buy an Xbox. Um, that, that's just a bizarre conversation to have. And that would be had for tens of millions of people around the world. Um so I think it is a problem uh, in the sense of it depends on where they go with the exclusivity argument here. Um, but no matter what, PlayStation, I'm not going to say they have to respond. That's like a cliched statement, you know. I think I they have to. I think they're, they're dead otherwise. <laughs> I don't think they need to do anything like come out and say, you know, here's Horizon again. Um, you know, we have a grapple shot too or grapple hook too like they did with Halo. Um, That's funny. But – if I'm Jim Ryan right now, um, Lion Ryan. <laughs> if I'm Jim Lion Ryan and my Pinocchio nose is, you know, uh, sticking out ten feet, and I'm trying to figure out what's the next step for PlayStation. One, I'm a little bit angry that I'm not Phil Spencer and don't have tens of billions of dollars to throw around at will. Um, but two, um, you have to think about where PlayStation strengths are and how they can further capitalize on them, which he's already doing, of course. And PlayStation's strengths are global reach and IP strength. Now, Microsoft took a huge leap forward with global reach today. Um, I don't even know what those monthly active user numbers look like comparatively now between Xbox and Activision and PlayStation. But uh, IP strength is still there. And I think they have to continue to capitalize on the God of Wars, the Horizons, the everything we just said. But I, I don't know if that's enough. It's enough to continue to be profitable. It's enough to continue to grow. But as the gaming industry grows exponentially, is it enough to keep PlayStation relevant enough to where people are going to buy a piece of unique hardware for it? I don't know the answer to that question. And this will bring up the, the long-running question of, does PlayStation, like Sega 20 years ago, become a service, become a brand, to where you're just buying their IPs? That's Buying, buying their games, excuse me. See, I see. I don't see that happening yet. I see. No, I said long. Right, right, right. Oh. Yeah. I, in the short term, I would. I see Square Enix partnering and going with Sony. They've just been going in that direction. And if they that's already the case, are. free Crystal Dynamics, you know, like free them yeah. up. Uh, but I, I wonder, as you're talking about PlayStation, I wonder where Nintendo fits in specifically to PlayStation. Do they? link up do they fall do they get bought by someone because they're both cheaper than activision uh or, or <laughs> sorry nintendo's cheaper than activision um there's there's elements of this that if playstation wants to survive long term they cannot continue to operate the way that we know them to be at the moment right i say that when we're on the verge of spartacus and what will likely be a new step knowing full well that they could make their uh legacy more available to people and that could uh, pay some short-term dividends because back compat's great for xbox right they're having a mm -hmm. back compat sale and everyone went nuts about it um 
which so there is value in that but it only goes so far right that's a limited versus unlimited uh directory so i want to know who they link up with who they partner with does apple come into play where does tencent maneuver in this space what happens with amazon and google in these spaces where they have infrastructures that are available to them absolutely my phone woke up hello uh 100% Sony is going to be talking or examining these other space competitors and saying all right you have infrastructure you have global reach you have monthly active users we have IP we have hardware knowledge we have the ability to sell games with a proven track record across four generations that's what i see happening uh over the next few years uh because what else can they do right like what else could you do cuz they can't continue at status quo and survive. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Or, or first of all, you made some really good points there. Um, and sorry, Joe. The only thing I was going to say. Don't give them credit. <laughs> the only thing I was I was going to say is, or really, all they can do is survive. Quote survive. Mm -hmm. um, meaning that if they want to continue to be a leader in the space, um, they're going to have to evolve of the likes of the ways you said. Otherwise, if you look at Nintendo today, Nintendo is very successful. Um, but when you look at Nintendo compared to the leaders in the gaming space, they're not that successful. They're not bringing in anywhere near the amount of revenue that the, 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 the leaders in the space do. Nintendo seems to be perfectly content with that. So I think the question to be asked as well is, is PlayStation content with that? PlayStation's yeah. used to being the leader, and they have been the leader for a very long time. Can they rele relegate themselves essentially to just a independent presence in a in a much bigger market, or mm -hmm. do they do like you said, partner with someone like Amazon and say, "We got IP, you have infrastructure, let's work together and battle this Microsoft juggernaut and ten cent juggernaut." I think there's somewhere in between. Um, okay. Yeah, so the one thing that I don't feel like a lot of people give Sony credit is they're a goddamn nimble-ass company, man, especially when it comes to the production side of things. With that company, it's pretty damn impressive what Sony's been able to do uh, when we're talking about TVs, movies, um, you know, how they're able to navigate the Netflixes, you know, the Hulus and, and now Disney Pluses, and how they've all kind of... <laughs> Sony's kind of shaking hands with all of them. Um, in, in various different ways, whether it's like shows on Hulu one minute and then shows on Netflix the other, um, you know, or whether it's like Spider-Man on Disney Plus while the our other movies will be on Netflix, right? Mm -hmm. So they're a nimble company, and I think they understand where their cards are, and I think part of them are content, but the other part is they want to be as aggressive as they can with the time that they have. So I, I think the next two years is going to define what Sony or what PlayStation um, is going to look like in the long term. To me, they have a year to really make PlayStation Spartacus this service that you want, and it's going to either live or die. And the success of Spartacus is going to probably dictate what Game Pass will look on a PlayStation. But I don't think they're ever going to give up hardware. Um, that's not even just a point of pride of me. I think, you know, on the hardware side of things, they, they're still making TVs. God bless them. Uh, they're still <laughs> making, you know, uh, laptops and stuff like that. So Are they great? I thought, Bio, I thought yeah. BIOS were gone. Are no, they're coming back. 
Yeah, yeah, they're, I think they're starting to come back stateside. Nonetheless, I think Ericsson, Sony Ericsson, is that still a thing? God bless him if it is. <laughs> I don't think um, so. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. <laughs> so yeah, they're they're still around in multiple ways, but they're they're way more nimble than they once were, and they're also smaller than they once were. I, this is this is really the the these next few years are going to be telling, because yeah, the service needs to be. This this service needs to be comparable. Compare, what's the word I want to use here? I can't. My tongue won't let me do comparable or comparable is the you you yeah. you said it right. Comparable. Either one uh, to to Game Pass. It, it needs to go toe to toe in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, and like Game their Pass, games. We didn't say twenty five million as of mm-hmm. today. Yeah, twenty five million. Which honestly, you thought it was going to be bigger than that. I thought it was going to be bigger than that too. I thought it'd be bigger than that too. I, I heard from my insiders that it was thirty. Well, well, no, the rock star guy, the rock star guy, in a take two. very was it take two? Yeah, it's take Probably two CEO. Yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever. No, right. they own Rockstar, but he he owns take. He's the CEO of Take Two. Yeah, yeah, he was he Zal Strelnik. I know that public, word. In a very public, uh, like CNN money type thing, he was like, hey, "Phil, aren't we near 30? We're near thirty, Phil." And <laughs> Phil was like, like "Dear God, shut up! We're trying to buy Activision." I don't know about that one, bud. <laughs> Speaking of which, on that point, you joked about WB. My big thing is, as I was doing the math today on market cap value and stuff, I was like, man, they could have bought Ubisoft, EA, and Take Two for the amount that they paid for Activision. And I was thinking that's Rockstar. So that's GTA and Red Dead. Um, and the other things Rockstar has that's Dead Space, Apex Legends, Battlefield, Anthem. Uh, Bioware, Dragon Age, Mass Effect. <laughs> Think of the IPs, and you know that would come with those uh, with those uh, additions. I was like, from a gaming perspective, I yeah. would have been way more interested in that than Activision. Yeah. But hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. There's a lot, a lot of strangeness, and uh, I would finding out Konami was worth six billion surprised me. I was like, really? Still? Um, who it, slot, not, yeah. slot machines and pachinko machines, man? Yeah, yeah man. it was. It was today was interesting as we all kind of looked at uh, some of that stuff. I want to before we read tweets because we had we had two tweets. Sure. Um, before we read those, uh, I when we haven't talked about Toys for Bob, they make great games. They make Crash Bandicoot and Spyro titles. Those are yeah. legitimately good platformer games. What's the other yeah. one? What's the hey, other they, company? They're in upstate New York, sir. Vicarious think. Visions. Vicarious Visions. They're now part of Blizzard. They're not. Li- rip they're that part up. Of... Vicarious Blizzard. Are back. they still around? I thought they were absolved. They ab- they they were absorbed by uh, Blizzard. But what I would like is like them going. You know what? Undo this, <laughs> and you're back. Yeah. You know, oh, excuse me. You're back I'm, to where you were. Go remake some cool you. shit. Toys for Bob. Banjo Kazooie. It better be happening right now. Like literally. I emailed Phil tonight, um, and I basically said, this Phil better Spencer. be the first thing that happens out of this deal. Phil so, Spencey. He said he's going to try to see what he can do. You got I Phil Spencey's email. Yeah, I got him, man. Yeah, I got him. It's a, I think it's we exchange it at, at Thanksgiving. Xbox.com. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I always <sighs> get a response. It's really <laughs> frustrating. All right. We're going to break my soul here. Um, you know Aaron Greenberg follows Joe. <laughs> he does. He does. He does. Follows me too, actually. Funny. Yeah, it's funny how that works. Mm. <laughs> I met someone very famous today, and I'll tell you guys <laughs> after the show. I'm excited. I wonder if it's who I think it is. Um, 
So let's do uh, a couple. We have two tweets that I wanted to, to get to. One of them, I think, I think we kind of addressed both, but this one comes from our good friend, JJ Study, who helped Joe and I to six crown win, crown royales yeah. bro, last night. Shot a guy with a gray pistol, downed him. He did. Uh, he did. We revived him. What, what did I miss? Don't, I, make I, I, don't, don't make oh, fun of JJ. Don't make fun of Study. He's, okay. he's yeah. on the dialysis. He is. He is. Just like he is. Long That's long. not a joke. Don't um, laugh, Ains. Ains yeah. is laughing. Don't you guys are laughing at this guy. Cancel Ains. Hashtag cancel Ains. He didn't want to do the same things as Ben Long. Yeah. He just, they both. Uh, uh, Joe, um, go turn autocorrect on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so off, says, whichever will help me. Is for Mr. Badbit. And he has several questions. First one's for Mr. Badbit. Can you tell us why PlayStation is dead? Sure. Um, because I made all these videos and thumbnails about it. <laughs> you know? Also, for the group, why did it would you make us wait so long? The utter joy of cast co-op brings me while commuting is sorely missed. Love you guys. New edition for 2022. Uh, thank you, Sonny. We love yeah, you, buddy. Thank you, brother. We love you. That right. was my fault, by the way, audience. My fault last week. No, it wasn't. Honestly, it worked all, in our favor. It worked in, yeah, it worked in yeah, our favor. It sure did. And yeah. honestly, good as Sonny, I think we were all just, we took time off and then we came back to our own content and it just went gradually ramp up. We always told each other, um, and I always told Ains to, to leave me alone whenever he wanted to make the show better. I was like, no, I don't want to do extra work for this. Um, <laughs> so, so here we are. Why doesn't Aaron follow me? I don't want to do extra work. Uh, <laughs> this tweet comes from Marcus Phoenix. He said, uh, how are you feeling regarding the ex exclusives? Winky face, all jokes aside. Uh, curious what you guys think about what will stay multi-plat besides Call of Duty. Uh, which IPs <laughs> could become exclusive on Game Pass once this deal goes through? Um, I think we talked. Yeah, mm. COD stays multi-plat. For uh, now. I, th I think. Short term. Yeah. I think short term. World of Warcraft will. Well, that's that's a PC. That's matter. PC. Um, I'm very curious about Overwatch Diablo. Overwatch is going to be interesting. Diablo Those Four is going to be interesting. Overwatch Two and Diablo Four are yeah. interesting to me because people, again, don't. Well, I, that's not fair to just say people. That's that's just a speculation. But Diablo is a huge, huge, huge IP and franchise, and that will sell tens of millions of copies. If assuming it comes out on Xbox, PlayStation, PC, if that were to suddenly go exclusive. And launch on Game Pass. That is a massive, massive shift. Um, yeah, Diablo three has sold how many copies? Like thirty million, something crazy. Yeah, yeah. I want to know what's going to happen with Overwatch two. I saw a tweet. Honest to goodness, I can't remember who it was. It was Jez or Jeff or someone. One of the 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 big like leaker journalists um, said that Overwatch two has to be the most mismanaged. Uh, franchise because they have this massive peak of its height and then yeah. nothing gets done with it. The pro leagues dying out their second, their iteration doesn't make sense. It's going to cross server. It's just weird. Yeah. But, I think that's probably the one that needs the multi-plat. Mm -hmm. I, I, I truly, th I love overwatch. I have a lot of respect for it. Uh, how should I uncancel McCree? Only kidding. Uh, <laughs> that was a bad <laughs> joke. I take it all back. Cancel <laughs> me. Cancel, Joe. cancel me. Cancel Joe. <laughs> Overwatch two uh, gives me bleeding edge vibes. I'm gonna tell you that right now. No, dude. Overwatch is fucking great. So, but like Overwatch that community, though? man, it's just it's dead. Takes minutes to find a match. That's the one that definitely needs as many people as possible. 
Um, so I hope that one stays just for that game because, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what comes of that game because um, the, the rumors are that it's basically done, but who knows what's going on with it. I mean, we haven't seen him forever. Um, it's weird. By the way, I looked up Diablo 3 while you guys were talking. It, it Diablo 3, not the series, Diablo 3 passed 30 million sales in 2015. Yeah. So, so for you know, to, to put it into perspective, Spider-Man has sold what 22 million on PS. Mm-hmm. Um, God of War is like 19 or 20. Um, Diablo 3, like you know, is way, way further. Uh, with Diablo is way, way bigger than those. So you can just imagine if that suddenly goes exclusive uh, to Xbox. It's wild. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Any IPs become exclusive to Game Pass? Well, they specifically mentioned today that one of their top priorities is launching Activision Blizzard titles in Game Pass. So my opinion or my thought process is any of these games that launch on console are going into Game Pass on day one. Yep. I think that's the case, yes. Uh, What about their back catalog? You thinking we're going to see, like, Call of Duty World War II in the Game Pass? We're going to see Diablo? Yeah. Yeah. Especially with Xbox backwards compatibility? 100%. I think that is the thing that was missed. Oh, wait, that wasn't you guys. Mo, Dr. Mo and I were talking uh, on the last XEP, like, yo, what else has Xbox got this year? Because if Redfall goes, Starfield yeah. there, what else is there? We talked this about that on BitCast, too. Oh, was that maybe it was with you? Yeah, thanks. Uh, That's cool. You, I'm forgettable. I get it. Yeah, I'm not invited on that show anymore. I'm, <laughs> I'm not holding a grudge. Um, well, that's because you were mean to Ty Guy Travis, and we love him. Sure. Yeah, you'll be He's on this so week good. so we can talk about PlayStation's Tombstone. Oh, all right, that's great. All right. <laughs> I went to First off, can I just say I love Travis. Travis. Yeah. And when I said that he may have Benjamin Button disease, I saw a, a, <laughs> an expression on his face that went to "I fucking hate this guy." That was all in jest. Look at me. All right, I look like like the what's the what's the guy with the 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 he he sells you detergent, <laughs> Mister Mr. Clean? Clean. Yeah, I, you don't look clean. Like, you don't look clean. You look like you smell. I okay. look like Mister Clean gained some fucking COVID, you know, pounds. So, <laughs> who am I to judge? Just I'm go, just jealous of that kid's youth. Bro, shave your beard, put on a black polo, and go as the guy from Pawn Stars for Halloween. <laughs> that's all i could do that's is uh, don't do. onset diabetes <laughs> that's what i look like <laughs> oh man oh man uh i think we've kind of covered the 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 two questions or yeah. the couple questions yeah from tweets. let me let oh. me put the just this image up because clobriel posted this and it was kind of staggering to look at i don't know if you guys saw this is this the smash yeah <laughs> we got enough characters for smash <laughs> Yeah, no, like I know, I know the character, but it's it's kind of nuts to think that's all first party now. Now they got Crash twice. They got a oh, Call of Duty guy. Twice. Yeah. Why do they two have times? Oh, Beanox and King. Maybe one's a racer. Yeah. Maybe one's uh, you know, car racer. Maybe, but King would be Candy Crush, right? Bring back mm-hmm. Skylanders. Shut up. <laughs> Skylanders. Skylanders for, for like like like, uh, like Microsoft stuff. No, here's what I want. I don't want the. the Yo, toys. they start putting Chief. In different Except, games, I'm there. Right? <laughs> yeah, oh, I put out a great, a great tweet today that I was very proud of. Probably uh, not, I, but let's I get hear. like one out of four, one out of four. But I was like, Master Chief's not in Todd by the end of the day. Uh, I call foul, and yeah. I just, yeah, like think of all the crossovers here. And real talk, I, mean, it's I okay. want them to. They're gonna, they can dive into a treasure chest of IPs and bring them out. Skylanders without the toys, no toys to life stuff, but just the 
the characters they've got, the gameplay that was there. I've often said I want Disney Infinity, which is not Activision, to come back in a digital form. Like, bring back these games, put your resources to, to spread across family and, and all these different genres. The only thing they don't have is a fighter. Right? You know what they've they announced uh, today, too, is Guitar Hero. I didn't even see this. Is that a real thing? Are you messing with me? That's a real what, thing. Yeah, what do you they mean Guitar Hero? Well, they, they talked about it as IPs in um, the conversation. God bless. Bring back Guitar Hero to have the fucking dopest soundtrack. <laughs> I have not that, that I'm just interested. To, like, how are you going to get around peripherals? Would you want to? What's going to happen there? I don't know. It was just Here's, weird to see it mentioned because I haven't thought about Guitar Hero in a long right. time. Here's the they thing. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? NFTs and in, in, in the blockchain? What happens to that? Because Microsoft's already like beginning of this year. Talk shit. They're like, yeah. well, we think that's a scam. Yeah, you know, and now you have it's like they're absolutely larger than than goddamn life. It seems right now, and they're already kind of shutting down that narrative of you know yeah. owning a chimpanzee looking fella that looks like you. Yeah, um, they're talking about the metaverse, and that's, that's the thing. It's like, what does their the version of the metaverse a, look like? The yes. metaverse is a reality of all of us just logging in. That is just what that is. Um, yes, and it's really bad when when the Facebook guy says it. Um, but if Phil Spencer says it, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like, here's the thing, but like uh, real talk, cause I think Zuckerberg's actually a robot. Um, so weird. like, I, like, I think like the idea of the metaverse is not, it's not here yet. Like, I think like the blockchain stuff, I think, uh, the NFT stuff, that's not, that's, that's not a thing that's I think tangible in the next five years. Troy Baker I could, would would beg to differ. <laughs> well, here's the thing: you could hate it or you could create it. Or oh my god, that loser said he is so pretentious. How do you become that pretentious? What he literally became the villain. Honestly, he but honestly, long enough to become the villain. But he's here's the been thing. he's always been pretentious and full of himself. Yeah, he has been. But even he's but when you have hair like that, you, you can't be. But he makes great art. So when you make great art, you expect eccentricity. You expect right. to be eclectic, but man, <laughs> like, yeah, I think on. that's, that's different than being that full of yourself though. I mean, you see it a lot, but you, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's interesting funny, stuff. Honestly. I All think I'm it's funny is, that so many people turned on him instantly. Yeah. Could do, there's a line and he went way too far past it. And the thing is you can only be so eclectic before the tolerance of, of the medium says no. And I mean, maybe maybe that that chick Amy had it right in Last of Us Two. It was her name, Amy, right? Abby. 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 Whatever. Jesus Christ. Jesus. She was the best character in that game. Yeah, nope. she was. Oh God, here we go. She was the best character in that game. She was, and it's a you know, it's a it's a it's a good game. It's it a good, good writing. game. I just don't it is enjoy a good it. game. But it's it is overrated. Game. It's a good game. Sure. Yeah. You know what's not overrated? God of War. Game is so oh, God good. of War is real talk. Fantastic. Can I get real? Uh, when I was thirteen, way, I wasn't allowed to buy God of War. Have, you guys have said real talk about fifteen times during this show. All right, well, there's a lot to unpack here, yeah, so let me do it. Back when I was a kid, my mom watched a sixty minutes article, and they talked about the boobies in God of War, and I was not allowed to play God of War. <gasps> and then when God of War two came around, my cousin Carlos had it, but he would never let me play, it, and he only let me watch him play it because he's a dick, and he grew up to also be a giant dickhead. That being said, though, I finally got around to playing the first game man it holds up really well yeah it's a good action game and, man. yeah and, and then, then like god war 2 is and you're like come on man 
Come on, Jaffe. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like, you know, it's it's a 2005 game. 13, 14-year-old Joe would love all the boobies in it. Um, but honestly, I love I love the action. It's, it's uh, you know, I think this, this, this game has legs. I think it's going places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, man. It's fun when you go back and you play a game and it holds up, right? Yeah. When it just holds up. It just feels good. You know, yeah. I recently went through Reach, Halo Reach. I'm playing through Lords of the Fallen right now, which everyone likes to joke on. But as as I, I said, I just started people, it yesterday. It's good. It's really good. It's and not. I'll take your. I, t- oh, I get to tell you this, but first, tell me, tell me what you think about Lords of the Fallen. I, I'm only like half an hour into day, it. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, but like as have, a Souls guy, it's a baby yeah, Souls game. It's a baby Souls yet. game. Okay. I can't tell you. It's for babies. It's 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 for people like me who want to play with you guys on the big leagues. Sure. But it's just not going to happen. And they yeah, made a game don't have patience. That, I don't or have the skill. skill for it. You can't do platformers, bro. Like we all have that game. You know what I'm saying? He really didn't. But platformers. like I don't I don't demand that platformers bend to my need. I go, oh, I can't do it. Oh, whatever. I'm not gonna. And then you, know. you pick up a, an easier one if you want a platform. That's what I no. do with Lords of the Fallen. I want to play I want to play no. a Souls like. I just I'm don't demand things from developers and just act like I deserve it. Are you thinking I am doing that? No, just the internet. Oh, okay. All right. I was like, really? Because every time I say they need easy mode, I'm in jest. I mean, I do think it would help them, but not yeah, like whatever. Yeah, I think they're selling just a you know, good yeah. amount of copies without them. Go play one of the other 8 billion games that are available. And yeah, so seriously. Between you and me, you think Ains is going to let me win this, this Elden Ring contest? It's already uh, over. It's already over. I already won. I'm only kidding. I'm fucking with you. No, I, I'm going to say this. I platinumed, I platinum Sekiro. Shadows of Dia twice. Shadows of Dia twice. And let me tell you nice. something. Great, great game that um, some bosses. Oh, wow. They're insufferable. I'm looking yeah. at you, Shinobi Owl, you piece <laughs> of human garbage. Um, that really make me he... like this could have been my favorite from game. Very close. But there are some boss fights where it's just like, oh, so you're just not you're just going to cheat. That's what that's what I felt like sometimes with some of these fights. That said, I then went back to Dark Souls Trace. Yep. And then played a little bit of Bloodborne. And Souls Three. Is I'm best. a humble man. I know, know Souls Three is the best. Come on. Dark Souls Three is right now the best from software game. What? Because it's 60 FPS. Oh. Once Bloodborne becomes 60 <laughs> FPS, it will be. It will take the reins. So, no. Blue Point, I'm looking at you. No, Blue Point, I'm definitely looking at you, but no. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. If we could, just a, a second here. PlayStation's got some games and got some developers that are incredibly talented. And so, when we talk about, like, oh, man, where's Sony going? It seems like they're <laughs> dancing to the grave. It is something to really take note of, of what we mentioned earlier. Yeah, you got your Bloodborne, you got your Horizons, you got your Ghost of Tsushima, you got your Last of Us, you got your Uncharted, you got these games that literally people game of the year winners. And so, you know, there's a reason as, uh, why that is the case. And if Days Gone is the only is the worst game of the bunch, it's a good game. Like, like you said, Luke, it's a great problem to have. Yeah. And I think when we're taking a look at Spartacus before we go, um what they need is to really take a look at that back catalog 
start adding stuff to it, start making deals, start shaking some hands, start adding games either day and date or just heavily discounted. You have to do something that is extremely competitive. And I think for what we've seen of Sony so far, their only problem is that they've been too conservative and too safe um, with their brand. And they got to take... They got to take a leap of faith somewhere because I don't want the answer of them just to buy a Square Enix or an Ubisoft or whatever the case may be. I want a service that is competitive and understand, and I hope the audience does, that it's not a zero-sum game, that there are no winners or losers. There are no, you know, Sony's not going under at the end of the day. Things are just going to change of how we view and how we look at these these companies so that's all i gotta say on the matter i think this has been a great show though and i know you guys got <laughs> shit to do so um you said one thing to... there that interested yeah. me oh, okay quick. at least it's one. let me let me unpack it real fast okay please. um no you said that uh that you feel if anything um sony's been a little um you didn't say soft what's the word you use which was right? conservative conservative Acid. thank you um <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that. I was typing. God damn it. (laughs) Luke, you're the one warning us. You're the one warning us. All right. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) conservative. Um, I think you're right. I think think the one thing that annoys me about Sony, and I've said this before, and some people haven't liked when I said it, is that they're strong IPs that we keep talking about are starting to feel a little templatey is the word I use to me. Um, and, and let's not make any mistake. I'm not comparing Sony games to like Ubisoft. But when you're playing a Days Gone to a Horizon to a God of War, etc., um, there are a lot of aspects of them that are very similar. Ghosts so, as well. And I, I would like to see Sony take more risks. It's not that those games aren't fantastic. It's not that God of War isn't a one of the greatest games you know ever developed. But um, I worry that how long can they continue to make that same game? Um, and I, I'm curious to see when we get Horizon, Gran Turismo, and God of War this year, are they more of the same? Because if that's the case, then we start going down the conversation of, oh, it's Halo Gears Forza, and we know what we're going to get. Yeah, um, yeah. And I don't, I don't want to see that out of PlayStation. It's very yeah. 2015 Microsoft. Or, yeah. or I'm sorry, it's, it's in danger of being that. But... Sony disappointed me with the way they handled some stuff with PS5. I don't like the physical design of the box. Um, felt a little bit rushed. And I don't like the way they're handling cross-gen, cross-play uh, stuff and back and pat. There's just elements to it that just feel weird. Like, why did I have to go through 14 steps to play Spider-Man on PS5 with my PS4? Right, like, there are a lot of missteps along the way that are not a big deal in the big yeah. scheme of things, yeah. right? But it's those little things that currently Microsoft is doing that Nintendo and Sony are not doing that that bother me. And then when I see the fear of stagnant stagnation, uh, it, it, it jumps up in my mind a little bit more. The idea that we're talking about a Last of, Last of Us remake remaster this early yeah. feels weird. Now, is that game going to benefit from it? Yeah. Do a lot of people going to play it and buy it? Yeah, rock on. Like, I am. Enjoy it. And why? Like, there's nothing wrong with with creating them. But the feeling that people will get will be that oh, you've only got Last of Us 
Spider-Man and Horizon or Last of Us got a war and whatever. And um, th- that that is a thing that will start to happen because we as on the internet memify things, right? And that is that is a fear that or, or something that Sony needs to be just aware of. And frankly, I think they are. I don't think they're done making moves. They did a great job picking up Housemark. I feel like Square Enix is on the horizon. Blue point. Yeah, Blue Point. Yep, absolutely. Making my bloodborne. I'm um, saying with confidence it's happening. And you deserve that bloodborne. That has to happen now. More than ever, your bloodborne's on the way, brother. Like I really thought last year was your year. It I trends really thought you were with 15 yesterday, 15,000 people were talking about Bloodborne. Just <laughs> give it to me, goddammit. it. I'm sure it's, it's I mean, PlayStation no got Chrono nothing Cross, else. no Chrono Trigger, whatever the fuck Chrono game starts with. <laughs> none of it. Give me goddamn Bloodborne. Ow. It's happening, man. It really is. PlayStation really got happening. nothing else to talk about. I mean, what are you gonna talk about? Yeah. All right, guys, I really got to go. So let's get the show on the road. <laughs> look, at that, look at that Twitter link I gave you guys. I did. I did. I, I did. That was it's funny. funny. That was, was funny. <laughs> all right, cool. All right. We all well, left. that is going to conclude the first episode <laughs> of Cast Co op in 2022. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Spotify ratings are now a thing, and we would absolutely appreciate if you would go and rate the show over on Spotify and iTunes. And of course, click the like button and the subscribe button over on YouTube. Support Season Gaming because they are the ones that are kind enough to host us. And of course, if you're willing and you're still sticking around, go check out our individual shows where you each work very hard on them. You can find me on the Xbox Expansion Pass, all your podcast services, and at Insipid Ghost on Twitter. Mr. Bowden? Yep, my mains. I'm easy to find. Just look up Season Gaming, and uh, we do our uh, weekly gaming show, all things gaming show, every Sunday mornings, the big cast. I'd love if you should check that out. That's about it. Joseph. Yeah, man, and you can find me over at the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the video version on YouTube. You can find me at Mr. Badbit and the show at PS Trophy Room. There you go. You're up. Here. Oh, oh, right, and, <laughs> and 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 keep 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 casting casting that co-op. Looks like PlayStation's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.